Everybody and welcome to the afternoon tune. I am your host Josh, and with me is my co-host here. Hello there, it's your boy Nick, and we got nice two special guests uh, with us with us today. Uh, we got a returning guest, uh, Elijah. He came back. Hey man, how's it going? So he came back here there, and we got a new person here. Jeff uh, is joining us there. Um, Hello. And so if you just real quick, uh, Jeff, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and. You know what you're a part of uh, and everything like that real quick uh, I am the co-host of a podcast called we be watching films uh, with uh, Adrian L Critico uh, I also occasionally write for Chicago film scene um, you know like reviews and just writing about movies um, yeah I uh, you know Chicago boy so uh, been here all my life always been obsessed with movies so you know this is feeding that addiction <laughs> <laughs> okay very nice yeah. um and elijah um you know you just want to introduce yourself and talk about you know what you're a part of and everything like that man yeah man well glad to be back uh call me eli or elijah uh, i'm one of the main hosts of the podcast back to the topic podcast and youtube channel and tiktok tiktok is now blowing up we just reached 115,000 followers on tiktok so it was random super random uh people like reaction videos on tiktok and so we're gonna keep making that work and people are sending us dms to review their music and we're still gonna have funny topics for uh podcast discussions and stuff like that yeah oh wow okay that's that's pretty great man yeah i I know you were running into some issues Rich issue yeah. with TikTok. They uh, they didn't care about your black voice. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, it's so weird, man. So you know how YouTube will uh, they'll take down or block your video for content or for uh, copyright <laughs> issues? Yep. Yeah. So basically, to sum it up, we had an issue with a song that was already popular and trending on TikTok. It was already a common song people use for a sound, and then we used it. We got five million views on a reaction video. Wow. And then they straight up muted it and i had to submit like three appeals to get it uh unmuted and so i noticed that there are two of the videos on our channel that use the same sound but they weren't blocked either one did get blocked completely and i said i said an appeal for that one it got unblocked right away and i had to send another email be like so what's the difference between us using this on this couple of videos and it'd be okay and our video here where the video that we're using has the actual sound video credit to the artist everything like that mm. and so they unmuted it and now it's sitting at seven million views so mm. adulation damn yeah i guess uh, i guess t- i guess tiktok the same guys who were like producing the x-men movies they went over to tiktok <laughs> oh yeah i mean uh yeah i mean that that's that's some crazy stuff i mean it's great that you you fixed that and you fought it and um, you know you're able to kind of fight back against that, man. That's congratulations with that, mm-hmm. man. Uh, so that's pretty. Exciting, <laughs> um, oh, and- uh, Chili's commented. Uh, Eli, Eli looks like a black Gen X Wolverine. <laughs> oh yeah. I can see it. Marvel is rebooting everything now. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think so- I'm too tall. 
That's true. That's true. We got we got to have more, you know, short people representation, you know, in Marvel and everything like that. Yeah. Some um, short, yeah, some short king representation. Um, which well, we almost got that in Eternals. Yeah, that's true. Because Eternals, so you know, that brings us into uh, you know our topic a little bit um, with Eternals. So this is Marvel's Eternals, um, and it, you know the the kind of people tracking this yeah, movie. Yo, you, you, you got you gotta you gotta qualify it's uh from marvel studios uh from academy award winning director chloe zhao yeah the eternals the eternals they will not let you forget that yeah um At, nor should you you know chloe zhao who won uh an oscar for best director and her film also won best picture for nomadland uh that came out there so her film won that um so here you have you know marvel's eternals and there is you know must of course with any marvel movie much much anticipation coming with it um a lot of people looking forward to it and um you know with that you know people were tracking the score of the of the rotten tomato score yeah the, the fox news crowd looking forward to hating it yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's it's pretty much that. And they were tracking the score like it was the fucking stock market. I mean, every 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 article there was constantly <laughs> there was constantly tweets about, oh, it's at eighty percent. Oh no, I said seventy five percent. Now it's down to sixty five percent. Like they were tracking every single tweet about the, the people just tweeting out every uh, entertainment news place was tweeting out all about the different Tucker, score, uh, different scores. Tucker Carlson's just waiting. Tucker Carlson's just waiting on his show to say, see. This is what happens when Hollywood tries to force diversity in this woke bullshit media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you have those situations like that with you know. You movies. joke, but yeah, I mean, you know, so I've seen so I've seen some takes like that already, you know, online and everything. So right now, currently, it's sitting at fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which a lot of people, I mean, it, it's people say fuck. Which Rotten is which is ridiculous. Um. Yeah. I, so we'll, it, it, it's it's dumb. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into it uh, a little bit about whether or not, but you know, it's just funny that a lot of people say fuck Rotten Tomatoes, but then everybody cares about the Rotten Tomatoes score. Then people get all riled up about it again. It's like, well, I thought we were done with Rotten Tomatoes, and then some people don't understand that it's an aggregator that it's based off of other people's reviews that form a score. It's not just the one website putting out a score and then everything like that. So, so, so you know, we're gonna be getting into this. So you have so the Eternals, right? So it is a race of immortal beings who've lived on Earth for. You know, centuries, civils, you know, for you know, hundreds, for thousands of years, um, they were created by you know the celestials to come here and protect humans from what they call the deviants, which are these kind of monster, kind of looking creatures, um, you know, in, the, in kind of different elements like that, um, and. So kind of that's kind of all the purpose. And, you know, filling out the cast, you have uh, Gemma Chan here, who's this is her second Marvel movie, by the way. She was already in Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel is cast. No, no she, she was in uh, she oh, was Captain, in Captain Marvel. Marvel. I'm sorry. She not... was like the she was the blue girl in uh, Captain Marvel. Right. Which, was... Thank God they recast her because I think she's way too talented to have been wasted on a nothing character like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, she was in Captain Marvel. I knew I was I was gonna say in my head, I was like Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, and then God <laughs> said Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew I was gonna say that. I was like, God damn it. Um so you have Gemma Chan here, so she plays Cersei. Um, you know, fitting because you have two other Game of Thrones actors in here. You got Richard uh, Madden and you got mm -hmm. Kit Harrington and you got a character named Cersei in here, you know, Game of Thrones. Yeah, it it's a Stark Boys reunion. Yeah, because there's even yeah. a moment in the movie where they first meet each other, Kit Harrington and Richard Madden, they both their characters both meet each other and they just kinda looking yeah. at each other like, Do I know you? It's almost like it's almost like a do I know you <laughs> moment. It's like, wait a minute, I think we knew each other in another life. You know what I mean? You know, something like that. It's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Um, but so you have yeah, her. It's like we knew each other on. Yeah, it's like we knew each other at another time on another show. Yeah, on another network. 
Yeah. Is it my weird. imagination, or did the guy who does the score for Game of Thrones do the score for this? It was. It was a Rami Jawadi who does the score yeah. for this movie. Oh, wow. So you get even more Game of Thrones connections. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, and so, you know, so her, her ability, she plays Cersei Gemma Chan. Her ability is kind of like transmutation. She can convert other things into other things. You know, like she says, I can do a rock into water. I can do a rock into air and I can do all this. Other, but she can do more stuff than just <laughs> with rocks. But she can, you know, transmutate different things like that. Um, you also have Salma Hayek here, who's the leader. She's called Ajak. Her ability, she's the, the healer here. Um, you have Angela Jolie, who's Thena. She's what you know, a lot of these Eternals, you'll find out, like, they are what we base a lot of the modern myths on of superheroes and everything mm-hmm. like that in modern culture. So, like, Ath- Athena, who's played by Angela Jolie, you know, she was the inspiration in this world, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for, in a Marvel Cinematic Universe for Athena, who, who is the g- goddess of war. So, she, you know, her ability is to be this great fighter and to kind of have these ability to create these weapons and objects that, are, you know, allow her to fight. Um, you also here you have Richard Madden who plays Icarus, um, who's like your Superman character here, um, in more ways than one. Um, you know, you'll we'll, we'll get into that later on. And you know, he's he's basically he can shoot laser out of his eyes. He can fly. Um, you also have uh, Kit. Uh, you also have uh, Camille Nanjani who plays Kingo. Um, who his ability is he can like shoot just kind of projectiles out from his hands. Um, you also. Who- who spent like an entire year of eating nothing but chicken and broccoli and going to the gym only to not be shirtless in the movie. Yeah. Well, his arms did look good though. When he was in that that Bollywood outfit, his arms respect. did. You know, did good look did yeah, look good. Respect. Um you all, you also have Brian Tyree Henry here who plays Faustus. He's the genius inventor creator, you know, to I mean response, you know, so he's kind of that figure there uh coming up with some of the world's, you know, greatest inventions. Um you also have a woman named Lauren uh, Ridolph, who plays Mercury. She's your speedster character here. Um, you also have uh, Barry Kingo, who plays Druick, um, who is mind yeah, control. Uh, yeah, Barry. Yeah, uh, the uh, pronounced uh, Barry Kyogen. Kyogen. Who? Uh, yeah, who plays Druick? Who is like a mind control? And uh, that actor, he's actually going to be in the Batman, so he's crossing over. Ah, okay. Oh. Um, and you also have Lena uh, McHuff, um, who plays Sprite. Uh, yeah, uh, Leah McHugh, who plays Sprite, who yeah. her powers are like, she's basically got Mysterio's powers, but for real. Yeah, kind of like mm-hmm. Loki kind of stuff. She can create illusions and things like that. And then, uh, mm-hmm. did I say what the power, yeah, did I say what the power, oh yeah, Drew, I already said his uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you have a... Uh, and you have a uh, Madong Sok, uh, who's credited as uh, Don Lee, who we all know from uh, Train to Busan as Gilgamesh. Yeah, um, and he's got the same. If you ever watched Train to Busan, he's got the same power in Train to Busan as he does here. <laughs> yeah. Basically, just knocking, Hell yeah. just knocking motherfuckers out. That's the power he had there, and that's the power he's got here. And they were like, you know what? We really <laughs> like the way you punch the shit out of zombies. Why don't you get in a Marvel movie? We got an opportunity right. for you. Yeah, yeah Train to Busan. Yeah, Train to Busan was incredible. You want to get that Marvel check? Yeah. Um, So he plays. So that's probably that's what rounds out your, you know, Eternals figures here. Um, And I will say, you know, I think what what Chloe Zhao is really trying to do with this movie. I'm going to talk about the positive of this um, first and then we'll Mm kind of get into later things. I'm going to toss it to you guys uh, with you kind of your general thoughts. Um, So I think she's really trying to bring some good drama uh, to the Marvel Universe. Mm. Um, And that's why, I mean, obviously you see like her work with Nomadland. um, And this is a movie about the world ending, you know, them trying to stop it. 
and what they can do for it. And she's really trying to bring that humanity to the world in this situation and that seriousness to it. And um, and I, I think with that, um, oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Javon Good, for the 100 bits there, man, very much. Thank you. Appreciate that, hey, man. Hey, buddy. Um, so she's very much trying to bring that element to it and why you would kind of get a director like that you know, uh, you know, like Chloe Zhao, he's very great at that. And you see kind of that work here and even the relationships between all the Eternals and the romantic ones, like you have a romantic relationship between Richard Madden and Jimmy Chan and see how that kind of works out between those two characters, especially people who've been together for, you know, thousands of years and kind of their different dynamics. Um, so I think, you know, that's really kind of a part of it as well, you know, trying to bring that out. Um, and if you're worried about, you know, action in it, they got action in it. Uh, they got quite a bit of action in it. Some of it I don't think looks kind of all the best at times, uh, just from special effects wise, uh, some of it. Um, and but, you know, I think it, it, it's still I mean, it's serviceable. I think it's pretty decent. Um, you know, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if they got somebody else, if those were a situation like with Black Widow, where the action scenes were already set in place, and then, but they just got Chloe's out, okay, well, you do all the stuff in between. We already got the action set pieces already planned out already. Don't worry mm -hmm. about that. You just come in and direct all the other kind of stuff in the middle. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case here as well. And then some people are also kind of saying, like, with this, I guess, being... Because this is, you know, currently one of the lowest rated Marvel movies at 50%, um, you know, right now. Mm -hmm. And some people saying, well, this is what happens when you give full creative control to, you know, directors. And people think that that's apparently what happened with Marvel. Disney, they gave full creative control to Chloe Zhao. And that's the reason it turned out the way it did. Marvel ain't giving full creative control to nobody. I don't know what fucking crack you smoking thinking <laughs> that they're going to give full creative. That, that, ain't, that ain't happening. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. What and, and yeah, and to that to that point, if Marvel actually did give full creative control, we wouldn't have gotten one of the best scenes in Black Widow. Yeah. Because uh, Kate Shortland, she wanted to cut out the whole scene of uh, all of those characters interacting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have this. So I'm, I'm going to toss it to Nick here. So what were kind of your general thoughts here of the film of Eternals, man? Um, for me, this is kind of one of the one of the first Marvel movies I've seen that's trying to tackle that I think is overtly trying to tackle on uh, heavier themes. Like uh, this film, it's basically about faith and uh, kind of breaking down the cycle of organized religion, which I am always down for movies like that. I think it's one of Marvel's best looking films. I think uh, uh, Zhao and uh, her uh, director of photography, Ben Davis, they, do an incredible job of crafting this look that makes this world feel lived in, something that I don't think we've gotten in a while. I loved all the performances from the entire cast, and I kind of agree with some of your issues with the some of the effects, but I think a lot of that is owed to the fact that Zhao, had, in her career, she kind of has avoided using a lot of CGI, and she might not be as experienced with working with mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. You uh, uh yeah. You want to keep going? <clears throat> yeah, right. I do think I do think the movie is a little bit too long. I think you could have probably cut like maybe twenty, thirty minutes from it, and I think a lot of that is owed to the pacing. I think the movie's pacing calls it makes some really weird choices. Like it'll spend a little bit of time like in the past in some of the action scenes with all the Eternals, which is something that I think works really well. 
and then it'll just cut back and forth between different time periods and present day, which I don't think all of them work as well. Uh, what did you guys think about that with the pacing? Uh, Jeff, you want to take that question? Sure. Um, I thought, okay, first of all, when I see, I'm always down for a Marvel movie, and then I saw like mm-hmm. two hours and 37 minutes, and I was like, huh, okay. Uh, and and then <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, okay, th- it seems, it's hard, to, it's not hard. It's weird to say this about a movie that's like two and a half hours, but it feels a little rushed at the beginning. It kind of just feels like, you're the Eternals, and then like, um, you go to them present day, and I was like, oh, so we're just not, you know, getting to know these people at all. But then the flashbacks happen and all that. And I started feeling like, okay, this is getting about a rhythm. I didn't really feel the length once the plot kicked. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed this movie. I was I was surprised mm-hmm. to see that because it's not that I went in with low expectations, but I was like, you know, there's no way this is as bad. Like, this is lower than... I don't know Iron Man two or yeah it, it like yeah it scored yeah it scored lower than Iron Man two Age of Ultron and uh, Black Widow, which yeah. to me is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Black Widow uh, is serviceable. It's an mm-hmm. all right movie, but this I enjoyed much better. I don't know. I, that's it. Kind of surprised me with that. Okay, Elijah. Okay, here's the part where everybody's going to hate me. I, I don't like this movie. I don't okay. like this movie. I put on Facebook I don't like this movie. I'd rather watch Thor 2. I'd rather watch Captain Marvel. I love, I actually like Iron Man 2. I hated Iron Man 3. I like Iron Man 2. So I don't know what the beef is about Iron Man 2. But this movie, by far, is my most disliked Marvel movie next to Black Widow. Mm. And, and and Captain Marvel. The reason why I say that is because they had one job. Like, the easiest thing for a Marvel film, especially for an origin story Marvel film, is to just be okay. And for me, I feel like they'd even be okay because we're supposed to like the person or the people we're introduced to. And that two hours and 37 minutes, I was still waiting for me to even enjoy the characters. I was still waiting for something to happen to me to like anybody. Because walking into it, a lot of these characters, they're not even half-baked. They're, like, barely put in the oven. So mm-hmm. characters like Athena, uh, characters like Sprite, char- like they're very surface-level issues, very surface-level motivations. And, like, the action scenes, I want to say they're cool, but it's like playing Injustice, especially Icarus. It's like playing Injustice and watch somebody pick Superman and spam laser beams, like, the entire, mm-hmm. like, bout of the fight. And then for, like, a lot of people, they don't do anything. Outside of... Um, uh, Kalanjiani, instead of him doing a couple laser beams here and there and stuff like that, nobody has real motivation to why I care for them as a character. They try to make Cersei, um, their Cersei and Icarus's relationship, something important, something we should relate to, but it was so dry. Like we didn't get a chance to build. Like they have a hundred year relationship, we didn't get a chance to see them build together as a couple. We didn't really see their struggles or why they broke up. They didn't really get into that. <clears throat> and so mm. us trying to care about her new boyfriend, it's like, yeah, you can tease that he's this dude, but if we see him for like three scenes and one's funny and the rest of the stinger, like, <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. He wasn't built up to be anything. And like, he was just kind of long for the ride. Like, cool, you're an alien mm. robot android. Dope. Outside of that, um, 
they try to juggle too much. So like I, Nick was saying, they try to do I, a I lot agree. of things. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. I do think that this is probably one of the more ambitious Marvel movies in terms of its scale, especially considering... I think you can get away with it in something like uh, Avengers or uh, Infinity War and Endgame because we've spent like 10 plus years with all of those characters. We know who these people are inside and out. Here, we're just in being introduced to, to most of the Eternals. Right, we're introduced to, so like, let's, let's, let's count down how many things are new to a Marvel fan. Even us who are like, in this, in this, like, nerd culture, we, we keep up with this stuff all the time. If you're a new person watching Eternals, I'm sure you're confused. What is a Deviant? Where are the Eternals been? <laughs> Oh, we see a Celestial that's not a head of nowhere? Okay, so they all have different abilities, but some do things, some fight, okay. Um, what's up with the Celestial Seed? <laughs> what else? Like, really, there's like a, there's like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Celestial Seed phrasing. Yeah. Celestial Seed. Like, there's like a lot of stuff in the, in the movie where I just got confused. So... <laughs> with what everybody's uh, <laughs> dog, dog like movie either. Yeah, uh, dog has bubbles. It's like I was confused too. Yeah, dog is cheering you on, man. And you're trying to balance <laughs> introducing seven or eight new characters, new villains, these beings that's been around for the whole Marvel universe, set up the Marvel universe history, get all their individual plot points going, and still have a couple action scenes in there, have all these comedy scenes. Like it was kind of all over the place. And I know each one was a was a uh, uh not a reference but a stand-in for like ageism and alzheimer's mm. and uh dating and um uh, um uh, homosexuality and things like things like that right it's it's i i get that but they're so surface level like tell me right now what is kian gianni's motivation as a character what is his motivation mm. right mm. I mean, I think you bring up some good points here. And, they, you know, that brings up kind of some of my issues with the film. Um, let me hold on. Let me check my bank account real quick. Let me see real quick. <laughs> let me check hey, my bank account. Hey, the opinions of our show are not for sale. Marvel, we're at Venmo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It looked like nothing dropped. Okay. So, listen. It brings up some of, some of my issues. So, you you know, you, you, you two bring up some good points. Because, like, with Avengers Endgame... It really deserved to be three hours because you had all these characters, characters that you've introduced over the span of all these movies. And so when it finally came to this ultimate conclusion, it was like, oh, OK, so you've really been on this journey with all these characters, you know, for over close, you know, over a decade. This one, it's like you're, you're being introduced to this team of people. They're separated. Um, they're trying to join all back up together again. And, you know, they all have this familiarity with each other for being together for thousands of years. But you don't really get that sense. It, you know, it just kind of feels kind of a little bit bare bones there, um, you know, with, a little with the characters. And like you said, what's kind of, you know, the big characteristics with a lot of these people? And you don't really get a sense of that. You know what I mean? If they feel, like you said, a lot of very basic kind of characteristics, very basic kind of, of things going on with them. Mm -hmm. um, and Yes, uh Yep. Yeah, Josh, I agree with you that a lot of the characters, they they do have very basic, very surface level uh, attributes. But at the same time, I also think all of the actors, they pull it off in a way that it feels like there's more depth there than there is. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I think the direction of Chloe Zhao, who knows how to really direct actors. And I think Richard Madden, I think there's a lot of great scenes with him. Then um, he pulls mm -hmm. it off very well. There's, you know, lots of really great scenes with Selma Hayek. There's, you know, Jim Chan. Because they're, you know, really it's 
the main Eternals that you really get to focus on mainly are Gemma Chan or Richard Madden, uh, maybe a little bit of Sam Hayek, and then Angie Jolie. That's who usually where you mainly the main Eternals you get to see. Everybody else, yeah, th- yeah, those, you know. yeah, those four are basically the emotional core of this movie. Yeah, and what was going on with Angie Jolie's character? Um, and she, you know, still looks great by the way, stunning Angie Jolie's, you know, great, you know, bone structure to kill for definitely sure. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, she kind of has like superhero all timers. You know what I mean? Immortal all timers in a way mm-hmm. where the the memories because she's lived so long, the memories have kind. Kind of, you know, collapsed on her, her on her mind, and and you know, kind of, you know, that uh, makes her kind of crazy in a way, and makes her kind of, you know, react and and fight other the other Eternals. So I thought that was kind of very interesting. Like it, it's like if your great grandpa would get confused in the middle of Walmart and would just randomly start attacking people. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, so it's like kind of things like that. So I thought that was kind of interesting, interesting element. But then when you get into like the the power scale of some of these different heroes like you brought up it's like okay some of these eternals it's like some of them don't look like they could ever kill one of these deviants so why were they even made and then it seems like the other one there's the main ones who can kill them but then i was like wait so why couldn't like why do you only have this ability like what do you add to the team other to kill the eternals your whole purpose because these eternals they say like the celestials i created you specifically for the purpose to kill these deviants Okay, don't these some of these individuals like the sprite character? Okay, she can create illusions, which can be good, but it's like she could never. It doesn't seem like she could ever kill one of these deviants. And like Ajak, who's Salma Hayek, doesn't ever seem like she could ever kill one of these things. It just oh. seems like she has kind of that purpose. Um, so Jeff, let me get, let me get yeah. you in here a little bit. Kind of, what did you kind of think about kind of some of oh, the? Oh, negative- I was thinking. I was just thinking right now, like. Oh damn, that's a good point. <laughs> I didn't that's... think about that. <laughs> well, I, I think um... I think their purpose was was to fight the deviants, but it was also to like help humanity advance, uh, and for reasons that we'll get to when we get to spoilers. It, it was them to like heal and uh, educate and help them uh, advance their lives and their technology. I think that the movie. I agree with you on the pacing <clears throat> in the first. Part of it like there's some you know when things happen to characters i'm like well that would have been awesome to care about them if i wasn't introduced to them like 15 20 minutes ago but as the movie went on i started okay i'm actually spending time with these characters i kind of like them now uh i really liked uh i don't know how you guys feel about uh marvel humor uh, mm-hmm. if it's like hit or miss with you guys i don't know i i was surprised I like how it. much i left at it um, with Brian Tyree Henry and Camille Nanjiani. Uh, Camille Nanjiani's like best friend, his agent, Harish uh, Patel. Man, that guy had me cracking up. I just wanted to shout out him. I think he's like kind of like the Aquafina was to what Shang Chi was. He's kind of like <laughs> what that character is here. I think a little bit. I would say, but toned down. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> toned way. Yeah, toned way down. Yeah. And I, I really like that character. And Harish Patel, he is wonderful in this. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I can tell you right now, a lot of this movie was not funny to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. like I'll tell y'all right now, I I was on some oregano. I was on the, the <laughs> herb at the movie theater. And, like, so for me, it's like, uh, either I'll drink or I'll, I'll do a little something just to be a little bit inebriated, get loose for mm-hmm. a movie, just to enjoy it, just to really get into the escapism. And I was like zoned out watching the movie i was super lost and i didn't find any of that funny and 
like like come on, like I want to keep messing his name up. Uh, Gianni, so he tried to be the comedic character. Nothing he said to me was funny. More of what he was doing his whole entire stick, like you're you're an eternal being, but you care so much about being a Bollywood actor. I get that's your kind of that's your that's your thing that's your hobby for why you love the planet Earth so much. But he was so into it to where I was like, you got end of the world type stuff going on and you're trying to fight and you peaced out for a large portion of the movie. And I'm just kind of like, you could have taken, like taken him out completely. He changed nothing. Mm. He, he didn't alter anybody's mindset. He didn't help convince anybody right or wrong. He didn't really, outside of him being there for a fight scene, which if you gave his powers to another character, he is not needed mm. outside of his sidekick being a little bit funny for an actual human character to tag along with. And mm. if you notice, Patel peace when they were in the ship, Patel was like, they're having a dramatic conversation. Patel wasn't even there. Like, mm. he peaced down to the very end of the conversation. He's like, oh, I'll see you guys later. Bye. It's nice meeting all y'all. And I was like, yeah. And yeah. there's really no point. Like, some of these characters, there's so many people, like, they really don't matter. And Josh, to your point, like, like you are saying, they can't fight. Sprite, these illusions, uh, Circe, transmutation, none. I mean, I, you, can, you can kind of say, like, all right, transmutation might be necessary. Old buddy who can build technology can be useful. Buddy who can mind control and stop conflict can be useful. Everybody else that ain't fighting, like who am I thinking of right now? Speedster, cool. Fright, people like that. Like the, who's a mom? Her main thing is healing. Yeah. Outside AJ. of healing humanity, outside of yeah, outside of healing the Eternals, you could have taken out some of these people, and I say take out like four people. And blend together some powers and call it a day. Mm. You know what I mean? Because everybody, everybody has one is a one trick pony type character. And I don't mean to keep beating this stick, but everybody's a one trick pony type of character. To where none of it got resolved. I guess sure. Did somebody want to become an become an adult and live like a human? Sure. Uh, somebody still has Alzheimer's that didn't get resolved. Uh, I, the buddy who mind controls people, I don't know what, it, uh, he was, he was just there. He was just there to talk shit and he peaced out. No, that was, that was really the, his whole kind of thing. So I just feel like this was such a, not even a roller coaster ride movie. It felt like I'm like a, what's that, what's that kitty ride where like you kind of get on, you know, those little 25 cent machine where you ride the little horse and it goes like this. <laughs> <a little> bit <laughs> <and you're> like, <laughs> yeah. That was this movie. Like you got on for a very brief ride, it didn't really thrill you. It was just hmm. you're kind of in mo- going with the motion, and then it's over. And you felt like, well, I kind of feel like I could have just kept that money, and somebody could have told me, like, oh, it's kind of like this, but you don't really like it, and that's it. I'm like, okay, cool. I, you helped me save money. I didn't have to sit down and watch this movie. Yeah. Um. Interesting. So you know, when a new Marvel movie comes out, you know, you always kind of people are instantly ready to compare it to the the, the other Marvel movies, right? You know, make a list, make a mm-hmm. tier list, compare it. Yeah. You know, where does this line up in the in the category of other movies? Um, my mm-hmm. feeling on most of the filmography when it comes to the MCU is: listen, a lot of these movies range from average to good to maybe really good, and there's a few that I think are actually genuinely great that i consider are used great or really really good i think there's a few um and the rest are just kind of falling in the line of like varying degrees um and mm-hmm. you know i think that i 
appreciate what this movie was trying to do more than something like Ant-Man or more than something like, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, let's see, or Thor 2 or uh, maybe Iron Man 2 or uh, The Incredible Hulk. I think, you know, I think it, it has more to offer than a lot of kind of those other movies do. And um, or even. It, uh, oh, what are you going to say? I disagree. Okay. Well, let's I disagree see. wholeheartedly. I, oh. Yeah, I, I think I think thematically, this movie is going for some of the things that were some of the things that were touched on in some of the Disney Plus shows, like with WandaVision, that was about grief. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they were bringing up uh, racism and uh, modern politics. Loki, mm-hmm. it was also about faith and uh, existentialism, and I think some of those similar themes are tackled here. Yeah. Very much. There's a lot of purpose. There's a lot of, you know, like these immortal beings struggling with, you know, their place on this planet. Why are they here? The creator that they serve, you know, very much, you know what I mean? You know, even though these immortal beings, godlike figures have much because that's a very human kind of thing to feel, you know, like, you know, why, why are we here on this planet? You know, what's our purpose here? You know, is there this creator that watches above us and what is the person doing and blah, blah, blah. So it, it, it tries to bring, you know, like you said, those kind of bigger themes to this. And I, uh, you know, try to kind of more appreciate it. And then some of these Marvel movies do try to bring big, uh, bring bigger themes like Black Widow, sex trafficking, um, you know, and, and brings that kind of element there. But then it had this goofy ass ending. It's like, what the fuck is that ending? But you know what I mean? And this, I don't think the ending of this, I don't think is is. As goofy as something like you know the Black Widow ending or even the Shang Chi mm. ending that we just saw this year, I don't think the ending is as, is as bad as those ones. Um, but um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wrap up and, and give my kind of final thoughts um, here and then give a rating and then I'm gonna pass it around to you guys here. So listen, I you know love the look of the movie. I think it has some beautiful shots in it. Uh, I think some of the performances from some of the actors are good. Um, like you said, Richard Madden and Jimmy Chan, I think, do a decent job. Um, if you want to see a lot of Kit Harrington, he's not in the movie a whole lot. Don't expect to see a lot of him. He's barely even in it. He's Sorry. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, John, John, John Snow, he knows nothing and is barely in this. Yeah, so he's not He's not, He's not. not in it all that much. Um, I, is it one of the... If you're expecting to say it's one of the worst Marvel movies, I don't think so. Um, I don't think it's one of the worst mm-hmm. ones. Um, I think it falls in line of you know, mediocre to you know, maybe, you know, uh, average, you know, a little kind of around that territory. Um, and I, you know, I appreciate, you know, Chloe's out trying to bring, you know, kind of that drama element to it and bring that kind of, you know, feeling to it and everything like that. Like Nick brought up, you know, stuff that was touched on on the different Disney Plus shows like WandaVision, you know, the feeling of, you know, you know, depression and, you know, uh, you know, you know, why are we here and different kind of subjects like that. And I, you know, appreciate her trying to do that with this kind of stuff. And I think it works on kind of some level there. Um, the action, eh, it's not really all that impressive. Um, it's, it's, you know, not all that kind of exciting to watch. Um, like I said, a lot of the characters, surface level kind of characters um, that the actors try to do their best with, you know, in the limited kind of amount of time that they have, because a lot of these actors, like I said, the main focus is focused really on Salma Hayek, Richard Madden, Jim Chan, and and uh, and Angie Jolie there. So they try to do best with with kind of the rest they got, like people like Brian T- Brian Tyree Henry and kind of the other actors who play like Druig and uh, Malkyrie and things like that and Sprite. They try to kind of carve out a little bit something for themselves there, but it, you know, Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. But it's just not a whole lot there for them to kind of chew on all that much. And like you said, 
for this to be close to two, you know three hours with a lot of these characters it just kind of feels like uh i mean that's kind of the benefit of you know it just feels like you're kind of dropped into these with these characters that you don't know anything about and then now all of a sudden you have to really care a lot for um and it just you just kind of struggles with that a lot so for me i would give this a a six out of ten for me um hmm. six out of ten uh for me elijah uh, if you want to respond to my point give your thoughts and give your final rating hmm all right, so so you said that this movie has a purpose or it has more of a purpose than other bad Marvel movies. I can tell you right now, it does not. It does not. I can tell you, I can you can go tip or tap me on, on this right now. I can tell you every single Marvel movie that you think is bad, it served a purpose more so than this one. Outside of introducing some less fuels and outside of a little bit of millennial old decades history for the Marvel Universe... Outside of that, it didn't tell us a whole lot because it dove into the Celestials, but we didn't get nearly as much info like we did in, like, at least what if. Like, at least that tackled, like, okay, here's something about the Watchers or multiverses and stuff like that. And I was kind of hoping Eternals will go into that direction. They didn't even touch on that. I can tell you right now, Thor 2, at least Thor 2 went on pace with one of the major Infinity Stones and how it at least impacts the rest of the Marvel Universe and how these other creatures... Well, Wars, like when that. I say you know what I mean, like when I say purpose, I mean not in terms of the MCU. I think in terms of like what the director was trying to do, as far as introducing some themes and kind of bring some more personal stuff to it. Not purpose, as far as that. I mean purpose, as far as like that element, not the MCU thing. That's what I mean. I mean purpose. I mean served as purpose as far as introducing certain themes. I mean it's like. It's like asking somebody to write an essay and it's like three paragraphs long. Yeah, do they do the assignment? Sure, but it's a shitty it's a shitty essay. Like it's not <laughs> really it's not in as it's not as in depth as it should have been. Because that whole that whole plot point of faith, you're telling me you're a multi millennial old being and only one of y'all can communicate with this guy, but y'all trust all that, y'all know the home world and this y'all have these certain memories that they bake into your body upon birth or rebirth, whatever it is. And you're telling me you just found out after several thousand years that that whole thing's a lie, and y'all have a 15 minute debate about it, and y'all over it. Okay, well, damn, like you the just whole the shit right there, bro. Damn. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, I wasn't sure we're going to explore the, end, sure we're the nut, but like, Jesus. I mean, wouldn't really explore, but like they, Jesus. they talk, they have a conversation, but like they're just like, okay, that's well, I guess I agree, I disagree. All right, I guess I'm going to just peace. One person like, I'm going to peace out. One person like, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. And somebody else is like, well, I'm going to fight all y'all. So it's kind of like. Mm. Okay. I, the, the fate, I, I, the, you see what yeah, I'm saying? I, I, get you, I, get, I get your argument in that part of the movie happened, does happen a little too quick. But at the same time, this movie is, two and a half, is over two and a half hours long. Shit's got to move along. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, at that point, if you notice things are half-baked because you got to move shit along, you got to cut some stuff out. Like, this whole, like, cut, cut a love story, cut people having sad because they can't go to the bar and meet some dudes, cut out, like, uh, I want to be an actor, cut out. Yeah, like, Sprite, I mean, like, yeah, Sprite basically has the same character arc as Monster Girl from fucking uh, Invincible. That's exactly Invincible, what I was, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was like, yeah. They... Listen, same exact, almost, almost literally, like, tip or tat, the same exact character. And so it's like, some of these people, like, you can take out a lot of this, like, Sure, keep Ajax, keep Circe, keep Icarus, 
I'd say uh, Gilgamesh and, uh, and uh, like Athena. Like I was like, okay, that's cool. Like it's cool to see somebody who isn't like a love interest want to take care of somebody in their family. I'm like, like, like Gilgamesh is way more interesting than than or who, who, who's not. Well, is Gilgamesh a fighting guy or yeah? Or what? He's the fighting yeah. guy. He's a strong so, guy. So keep keep Gilgamesh. Forget <laughs> like like cool. Some of these mute, but like you see her at the very end, like the ass end of the movie. Well, she's deaf. She's and not. She, mute. She's just deaf. Well, yeah, she, is she. I thought she was. Oh, I guess can she not hear? Or she, it's just she's mute. Well, she can. She can't. She's deaf. She can. I mean, she can't. Yeah, she can speak, but she just she can't hear. She's deaf. Because you hear a okay, scream at the end. Of, you, yeah, she, you hear a scream at the end of the movie. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, but still, but still, it's like okay, she showed up at the ass in the movie, and she changed nobody's minds and no attitude were added. Like she was. Like she was on board to do certain things, but whatever. And then Buddy, who can make technology, like yes, does he serve a purpose overall for human history? Well, logic wise, yes, he does make sense. But everybody else is kind of like you. Your storylines could need to be merged with somebody else's to make one more fleshed out character, or to be completely removed because nothing was even resolved. Mm-hmm. Like you brought up an argument, but that could have been used for somebody else's character development. Now we had to split up mm-hmm. runtime between. All these different people, and like, what's the name who can mind control? Like, he literally was in the movie for maybe eight minutes to talk mm. shit, puff his chest, and then peace out. Mm. But what he, but what his motivation was, was arguably like more interesting. Like, like he says, I single handedly can resolve human conflict. Watch me do it. I don't care what you guys are saying. I will do this by my own. I will go peace out by myself in my own village, and. He has strong arguments on why he wants to go against the celestial plan, but he's in the movie for eight minutes. Mm. You kind of gotta see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Mm. So what's your what's your final rating? Three, three out of ten. Jeff, three out of ten. Jeff, what about you? Ah, uh, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to follow after that because I'm gonna. It's gonna be like three, and then the, I'm not gonna give it like a ten or anything. But like. <laughs> But I don't know the arguments you bring up. Like if they did take out like you know Sprite, I I felt bad for it. But yeah, if they took her out, it'd be like okay, that's not a huge loss, I guess, because you could combine. I kind of feel like would you guys? You're talking about like this is what I thought about at the first act. Uh, would you have liked this better if it it was a Disney Plus show? Like if it had like a few episodes. Probably like, yeah. an hour long or yeah. so. Maybe. It just because yeah. yeah. I felt the yeah, same d- way um, kind of at the beginning because I was like, like I don't know if we are doing spoilers, but some, you know. like Final uh, rating and then I'm going to toss it to okay. Nick and okay, then yeah. we're gonna, after Nick we're going to get okay. into spoilers. Um, yeah, I, I eventually, and, and one thing is that like Angelina Jolie, uh, I haven't seen her in a movie in a long time, so I was kind of expecting more action from her. <laughs> I don't know. I get what they were doing with her character, but I was like, nah, as someone who saw, like, her, I don't know, Salt, or her Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I'm like, yo, kick some ass. Hey, I like Mr. Um, and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I haven't seen those movies in, like, a decade, so I'm just <laughs> trying to think of what else, what else, of, uh, what other action movies. I never saw the Tomb Raider movies. Uh, but, um, I... This kind of surprised me. I, I left with a smile on my face. I, hmm. I've, uh, I've yet to see a bad Kalejah movie. 
apparently. Uh, I've seen three of her movies, and I, mm. you know, this is a uh, this is pretty good. Or I don't think it's you know great. Uh, Elijah's gonna kill me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I no, I I think maybe like a seven point five. Do we do point five too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Seven point five. Shit, I do them all the time. Because he gave I, it a borderline eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because, like, I don't know. I just, I had a good time with it. I, people say like, oh, this is gonna sound like this really is gonna sound like Marvel. Mar- Disney is bribing me, but like, people say like, oh, the Marvel movies are the same all the time. And it's like, I don't know. I just, they, even if they are. I like what they're offering, <laughs> and this one is like, I was uh, I was actually interested in the story they were telling, um, to try and make it more of a grand scale than just bad guy fight, you know. Um, okay. Uh, I uh, so yeah, I'll say. Oh, go on. No, I want to ask you a question real quick. So you, all right, because I just. 7.5 is a very high number to me, which you can have your number. <laughs> have your number. <laughs> I want you to explain for me, front to back, as quick as you can, the plot of this movie. <laughs> well, some of All it right. is kind of sp- is spoiler, I think, if you get too yeah, much. Yeah, some of it is spoilers. Uh, okay, I guess we'll, we'll yeah, wait. Yeah, we'll yeah, wait yeah, yeah, let me get, yeah, let me get to mine, and uh, we'll do uh, the full-on like spoiler talk. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I apologize. Right. Uh, sorry, guys. I, I apologize if I say I don't know a lot. It's just, I don't know. Oh, I did it again. Oh, no <laughs> Go ahead then, Nick. <clears throat> All right, so me, um, I kind of went into this movie with a little bit lowered expectations, mostly because even though I try to avoid it, I if you're on the internet, you can't help but see all the fucking assholes retweeting the, hey, Marvel's Eternals lowest Rotten Tomatoes score ever is the worst Marvel movie ever. And so uh, even if I didn't mean to, I kind of went in with lowered expectations. That being said, I think this movie, it's one of Marvel's, uh, uh, thematically, it's one of their most ambitious films. I do agree with you, Jeff, that it probably should have been a Disney Plus show, especially... With how, just how many characters they are juggling, they could have used uh, like six or eight episodes to let some of the heavier story elements breathe. Um, I think everyone in this cast is uh, even if the even if the script doesn't give them a lot to do, I think the performances are really excellent, especially from some of the people that we. I wish we could have spent more time with, like uh, Don Lee as uh, Gilgamesh and Thena, and uh, as Barry Keoghan, because he's kind of one of those uh, first guys that's actually questioning, hey, why are we here? I think he's he's an excellent actor, and I can't wait to see more of him. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, this is probably one of the least Marvel-ish Marvel movies, because a lot of this is very self-contained. There are threads that are, gonna t- that are in some of the latter half of the movie that are going to tie into later bits. But I think um, if they drop those threads, it's be no big deal, except for one that is huge that we'll get into when we get to spoilers. Um, uh, I do agree with Elijah that there are too many characters. You could have easily uh, like cut two or three of them and just combined some of the arcs for people and the movie would have been a little tighter but at the same time i still liked every single actor and their performance in here 
Um, this is pro- this is probably not. This isn't even close to being the world's Marvel movie. Like Thor: The Dark World, it exists. Iron Man Two, that 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 exists. Um, but I do think this is probably like on the higher end of mid tier Marvel. I I think uh, for me this is probably a solid seven out of ten. I have a lot of issues with it, especially <laughs> with the villain that we get in this, uh, who is basically a nothing character. But he's such a barely a footnote in the plot of this that it that even in this discussion i didn't even remember he him Mm -hmm. yep yep um you're correct sir all right so um we're gonna be getting into spoilers real quick uh we're gonna be discussing Mm. some things uh just what happened at the end and we're gonna be getting into the two post-credit scenes that this movie has um so there's yeah so we're gonna be getting into that so if you want to dip out um that'll be fine so yeah i gave it a six elijah gave it a three jeff gave it a seven and a half um and nick gave it a seven uh there so that's our ratings for there so uh we're gonna we're just gonna spoil it so you have a chance to to leave here so let's get into it so um so so the big kind of i guess i don't know twist or whatever with this or the big kind of spoiler at the end is that um, so their whole purpose on Earth, the Eternals, um, is that kind of they're just there to, you know, of course, save humanity from the deviants. But the kind of the catch is that they're the reason they can't really interfere with any other conflict amongst humans other than the deviants is because that as humans continue to grow, evolve, you know, fight each other, kill each other, the wars that creates more of a bigger population and, you know, constantly the humans constantly, constantly growing. Uh, therefore, it creates more life on Earth, and then the more life on Earth will fuel basically the seed of this kind of the celestial that has been planted on Earth, and that you know after a billion years have gone by, then a new celestial will be born, and then be able to provide all these other things that you know grow in the universe, like the sun and all this other kind of stuff. So that's that's kind of their whole thing. Like every they kind of do a whole cycle. These Eternals of they get dropped on the planet. They help humanity grow. Then when humanity is done growing and the seed of celestial gets planted and it fully grows and another celestial is born, then that's when the whole planet is destroyed, including them and and all of humanity on that planet. And then it all restarts all over again. So they do that all, you know, kind of all the cycle kind of again over and over and over again. Um, So this is kind of this is the one chance they were like, okay, you know, they kind of go like. We, we know the truth and we're going to fight against this. Uh, but then the kind of another kind of situation comes with the Richard Madden character where he knew he he along with Ajax, they both knew the truth of why their true purpose on Earth was and their whole b- background and everything like that, uh, that a lot of their memories are kind of implanted um, and things like that. So. Um, and that's when, you, when I bring up like he's Superman in more than one way because he goes, you know, evil. He, super- he's close. He's closer he's to Homelander. Than, he, he's like Omni Man. Yeah, which Superman. Is, yeah, well, that's why I say evil Superman. That's this when he goes evil Superman, and then uh, uh, and everything like that. Um, so yeah, um, and then that's when the you know the, some of the turn, like you said, Camille Nanjani's character. He agrees with Richard Madden. He's like, well, if we don't do this, that's where the big debate comes of whether or not they should stop the event because it's like, well, this is what we're on Earth to do. And then there's some that agree and some that disagree. But Camille Nanjani, you know, he's like, well, I kind of agree because if a celestial isn't born, then other billions of lives won't be here. And and they'll be. And then he just pieces out. He's like, okay, I mean, we're going to kind of. Yeah, it, 
Anyways. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's an interesting concept and an interesting idea, but like a lot of them, they don't get much room to breathe. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he uh. leaves and then like comes. I when he comes back at the end, I'm like, oh yeah. Wait, wait, y'all are still no. Yeah. My idea was like, wait, y'all are y'all are still cool with him? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, I guess yeah. I mean, I guess. Neutral. Yeah, he was neutral. I mean, he didn't fight against them. He's like, "Well, I won't kill. I won't yeah, kill my friend." Yeah, yeah, and 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 one of the things that even even if I think that scene is clunkily handled, the act the acting sells it. Like like Kumail when he is giving that moment is like, "I agree with him, but I'm not gonna fight any of you." Yeah. Um. So that's the thing. It, it that that's a scene that really worked for me. Yeah. Um. And then towards the end, that's when so the remaining Celestials, because Icarus does he you know does what Icarus does. If you know the story of Icarus, you know what I mean. Flies you know, uh, after he flies into the sun, uh, you know uh, everything like that. That's you, a, oh, go ahead. Like you killed, like you killed one of the only characters who had the most screen time that we cared about towards the end. Literally, like you killed one of the only characters who had the most screen time that we cared about. I still cared about Gilgamesh, and they killed him way too soon. And so for Icarus to, like, off himself at the end, I'm like, but, like, I actually liked you as a character. Like, I mean, you had a, you were actually the only person who actually had growth. Seriously had no growth whatsoever. Did she, did she assume her role and accept it? Sure, but she had no conflict. She knew, like, she was like, okay, this is bad. 15 mm-hmm. minutes of discussion with everybody else. Yeah, let's try to save humanity. Yeah. Icarus, at least when it came down to, he sucked by his guns. He felt conflicted. He's like, I gotta do this. This is our, this is our job. You, yeah. I won't let you guys stop me from doing my job. But I love you, and I cannot let you. I cannot do this to you. So yeah. I felt like that as a character. I'm like, I like you. Forget everybody else, and then everybody's still alive, who we barely even had a chance to really get to know. Like, think about, think about um, another cast of another cast of characters we were introduced to all at once that we care about. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. We yeah. have five characters plus Yondu. That's a very listen, that's a long movie. We have five characters plus Yondu. Groot says three words. But the way he emotes, I care more about a fucking tree than anybody else in this cast outside of Icarus. Right? Hmm. Same thing with anybody else. I care like even Drax had a purpose. Gamora had like everybody had trauma or growth or a backstory. <clears throat> along with that movie serving a purpose of expanding the overall cinematic universe way more than the Eternals. And that's kind of why I'm mad at this movie. I'm like, you guys had everything going for you, a lot to promise, but nothing happened. And which is why I asked Jeff, I'm like, Jeff, feel free right now. It's all spoilers. Explain to me the <laughs> plot of this movie. I'm, I challenge you to do it. And Nick, help all me right. out. Explain to <laughs> me the plot of this movie. Let the top stop to watch. Okay, right. so, okay, so starting at the top. Yeah. So, uh, in Arishan, who is, yeah, <laughs> in the beginning, the Celestials created all life on Earth. And, uh, they're created by the Celestial, uh, Arishan, who created both the Eternals, who created the Deviants first to protect, uh, life on different planets from the Predators that were living there. But, of course, the Deviants went out of control and started killing the people that lived there. So, they created. So Arishen created the Eternals to fight the Deviants and to groom life on those planets so 
their energy would build up to create new celestials. Mm, yeah. Which makes you think, why didn't the celestial just kill the deviance in, you know, itself since it created it? Why didn't it just... <laughs> because, because, this is, because this is a religious allegory and God can never interfere. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Okay, Nick. So you got you got you got the first part of the plot. What about the rest of it? What about the rest of the rest of the movie? Oh man, we're gonna okay. Be and for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is essentially a story of of uh, the angels living among the humans and loving and learning to love and be uh, one with life. And they're saying, you know what? Fuck you, Arshin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a lot of religious allegory, a lot of yeah, and life. and the story, the story, the story is essentially uh, um, the angels getting the planet ready for for the floods. Yeah, yeah, they even make a, a Noah's Ark reference here. Like Sprite makes a whole Noah's <laughs> Ark reference. Um, yeah, she did. I, yeah, uh, the whole the whole thing. I mean. Like you know, that moves way too fast. Like the, for them to realize your whole purpose is a lie. Your whole creation, you being here, is a lie. Um, you know what I mean? Like like that is just obviously this is a long movie, uh, and they just kind of do away with that pretty quickly. Um, and yep. they even have a dinner scene in this movie. You know what I mean? It's one of the better scenes of of the movie, mm -hmm. uh, just like how it was in Black Widow. Um, they had kind of a dinner scene there that was kind of one of the better parts. But just to see the characters all together and kind of interacting, and and like I said, and the the kind of the the beats of the movie, the pacing of the movie, how they would go from okay, you would go from one moment in the present day, then you would go back to the past of showing them doing their thing, killing the deviants, and show more of the characters. Yep, flashback, show show uh, deviants getting killed, show them like uh, interacting with people throughout history. Richard Madden and <laughs> Richard Cersei and Icarus getting it on. <laughs> yeah, which is, very I think... PG-13 way. Yeah. Is Dude, that... that was the most random... Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to name it. That was the most <laughs> random... <laughs> Fucking shit, dude! I'm telling you, I was like literally zoned. Like, I was like zoned out, and like they were making up for a while. I was like, no, oh, they're making a lot out pretty long for a for a kids Marvel. Yeah, this is a, yeah for a PG thirteen movie. This is getting. I'm like, they're, I'm like they're making up for a long time. I'm like, oh, Man, whatever. I'm like, cheeks get clapped. <laughs> like I was like, I literally was like, I'm gonna pack theater on a Thursday night, <laughs> and I'm sitting there with popcorn and candy in hand. And I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, like we're gonna be watching this dude dry hump her. On <laughs> and I mean, come on, come on, it, it's, come on. Madden was on Game of Thrones. This is nothing new for him. Like, like, like a but a Marvel movie like showed actual sex going on. And well, PG thirteen like, sex going yeah. on. Like, but like, but this is the first time Marvel's ever done that, and that felt so out of left field for me. Yeah. <laughs> now maybe is. if you, if, maybe if you had like Deadpool, like jokingly, like doing somewhat nudity, PG thirteen humor, that's a little raunchy, but we expect that of that character. But to have these brand new <laughs> characters popping with a sex scene, I'm like, the most we've seen of anybody in this movie is like. Maybe a couple of ass shots from Black Widow, maybe some making out from certain superheroes, but nothing to that degree. It's so what yeah. I saw. That, I was like, I'm like they lingered on this for like a one or two minutes. I'm like, are we all watching the same movie? Like, this, did I get yeah. the wrong movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, was, it was weird for me. That was like really weird for me. 
Yeah. You but know, hey, by the way, uh, Elijah, you got to go back and look at the chat. When you're done, when you got to go back to the stream, you got to go back. <laughs> yeah, the chat is the chat yeah. is going off. Yeah. Oh, me? Like, yeah. Small, you, small you man go. with popcorn and candy, and more than likely had the shirt, the tightest of shirts. Yeah, you got to go back. Right. Yeah, right. Jeff, uh, you going to say something, Jeff? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it, I, okay. I know why I say uh, I don't know a lot because I do this with my uh, co-host on, my, on the show that I'm on. Uh, he doesn't really like Marvel, and so I'll be like, I don't want to have conflict with anybody. So I'm like, hey, buddy, I'll agree with you on some stuff. <laughs> um, but no, I do kind of agree with I'm. You bring up points that I'm like, all right, I kind of disagree, but you know that's a personal preference. And then other points where it's like, oh damn, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that the. The sex scene, the why didn't they just kill the deviants, uh, contr- combining the characters. I'm like, these are all like, yeah, I, I don't see uh, how un- that's unreasonable. Um, yeah, the, a- the action is like, this is definitely not like, you know, uh, Shang-Chi was like really good action. It was just like, this was, this is cool action. It was fine. Um, I just, it's the characters and the humor and that plot of like, well, do we save humanity or do we just let the universe be the universe? And I don't know. I kind of like that more. Obviously they're not going to kill the universe. Obviously the movie is not going to end like, you right. know, like infinity war <laughs> where it's just like, well, everyone's dead. Yeah. But, you can, yeah. yeah. You can only do one of those. In- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. not going to do it. Jeff, were you saying that? I just thought about something like, honestly, so we know that Icarus killed Ajax, and then he chose to kind of set up her death as a crime scene fake out for everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But, and he was, his, mm-hmm. he knew that the world was going to end, and he tried to keep it a secret, or he tried to make sure people just kept going along with it. My thing is, though, is that he is so strong. That he honestly, after he killed Ajax, he could have one v one every single other deviant, mm. and that'll be it. And like everyone died. Like there's you mean no eternal? To like you said deviant. You mean eternal? He could have no, won- no, no. I mean, oh, no, I mean like he could have one v one the other deviants. I'm so serious. Oh. Like like Keon Gianni, Like sure when he uh, when he when he you know charged up his Sharukin or whatever, and like mm. when he did a or a spirit gun when he shot. Him, yeah, like, that's yes, what I was he thinking. Charged strong enough. When he charged him his spirit gun, I'm like, all right, we charged him enough. You can one-shot a deviant. And Buddy, who was with Gilgamesh, like, can you box some deviants to death? Sure. But it seemed like you let Thena or you let Icarus 1v1 a deviant, like, he's going to come out on top. He's, if he's not worried about protecting somebody else, like, he's going to fly and shoot laser beams, and that's it. So he really could have just ended the whole entire movie after Ajax, fought each deviant one by one. He don't need anybody else. Yeah, but the point was he wanted to keep them distracted from the whole world ending. Yeah. But what would they have known, though? Like, if they don't know the world's going to end and it just it's going to end in six days, then what does it matter? Like, because, what, what would they do uh, about it? Because Ajax picked uh, Cersei as the new leader. No, no, I'm saying, like, let's say, but, like, he... Icarus went to London... To warn them about the deviants being there, or to protect uh, Cersei from the deviants that were kind of going around, yeah. still lingering, hunting yeah. down Eternals. But I'm saying, if let's say Icarus, instead of going to London to just watch over Cersei, let's say he like hunkered down and just fought the main deviants, 
And that was it. What well, do you know about Ajax dying? I think the whole thing was that he still he wanted because he said he wanted to protect them from the deviants because that was his mission as well on Earth was to protect humans from mm. demons, protect the other Eternals from the deviants because clearly he's they always say he's the strongest one out of all of them. So that is yes, part of is. his mission is to protect their them and then the world from the deviants. So, but the whole thing was like you said to delay because the he knew the emergence was going to happen where the Celestials was going to come and he knew that they were all going to die together and their memories were going to be reset anyway so the portal mm-hmm. was not knowing that the whole emergence and everything but then obviously a wrench got thrown in that plan when the little the little bead came from Salma Hayek and then went in Cersei so he didn't know that was going to happen and then now Cersei has all this right. knowledge of you know uh, Haramesh and the c- Celestial everything. so there so obviously that threw a big wrench in his plans and everything like that that's that's that I mean that's just so far as what I, I think that that yeah. was the thing um, but Josh, I'm telling, I'm telling you though, like if he would have just killed the deviants prior to going to London, like let's say he killed the main one, right? Mm-hmm. Just killed the main one. Movie's done. Mm-hmm. Earth would have blown up. He could have kept that a secret. Body will have been buried somewhere else. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's a good point. Yeah, probably he could have. Yeah, probably just did that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, no movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the two post-credit scenes, we'll get into that real quick. Um, yep, uh, <clears throat> the first is, uh, uh, One Direction and, uh, Pip the Troll have come to the MCU. Yeah, so I don't know those uh, characters. We get, uh, uh, yeah, we got a, a character called, uh, Eros, or, uh, Star Fox, who's played by, uh, Harry Styles. Barrel Roll, Barrel Roll. brother? Yeah, <laughs> Thanos' <laughs> brother, yeah. Uh yeah, and yeah, uh, about that. and last but not least, we see uh, John Snow finally get his sword because in the comics he's a character called a uh, Black Knight, and then in uh we hear the disembodied voice of Mahershala Ali. Oh, that was Mahershala Ali. Blade was that Mahershala? Yeah, Ali? Chloe Zhao confirmed that was Mahershala Ali's blade. Yeah, oh. someone at my screening said that, like, oh, that was Mahershala. I was like, oh, shit. yeah, uh, yeah. You it took me a second means. to put it. To, <laughs> it took me a second to put it together, but I, I looked online and yeah, it's Blade. Oh wow! I, I think they did that character in a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> mm, wow. Okay. I, mean, I thought it was, awesome, was Nick though, Fury. Yeah. No, I didn't know that voice. No, nah, the like, voice is so different. Yeah, I was like, nah, that's not Nick Fury. You know, you'll know it's Nick Fury. His ass loud as hell. You know it's Nick Fury. Yeah. You know, it's his um, you sure you're ready for that, motherfucker? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I I don't know Blade's connection with the Black Knight in the comics or why swords, Blade. swords, just swords. It's just like yeah, that's a cool sword. Yeah. Um, so there was a thing. So yeah, Harry Styles. I already knew that one because I that one got spoiled for me. Yeah, that like, that one got spoiled a couple weeks ago. I yeah. think. Oh, I didn't. When, when I didn't see I, that one. Yeah, one. Yeah, they. The, yeah, I think they announced that he was gonna play some character in this, but they didn't say who or what. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess, spoiled on the whole thing of who he was playing and all that stuff. Thanos's brother and all that stuff. So, um, and his whole thing, he came out. Yeah. What, what was it where he said he said he was gonna help them find the other Eternals, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Because, because, uh, uh, um, Fastus, Cersei, and. And uh, Kingo, they got brought before uh, for uh, Arishem, and it looks like they're gonna be introducing the Living Tribunal into the into the MCU. 
Uh, because they say, hey, I'll spare Earth, but your memories are going to decide whether the planet lives or dies right now. Mm, yeah. Um, and then they said there's not really a plan for a sequel as of yet. There's not a plan for mm. a sequel as of yet. Um, so I, I don't mean, know. I, I, uh, I yeah, this this... Yeah, this one, I think, uh, this was one of Marvel's uh, experiments. This is them seeing, okay, let's try giving this to this uh, this uh, well-renowned auteur director and see how it goes. Um, and kind of keep uh, plans for a sequel or uh, under wraps until they like see the box office receipts or see the reception to it. Yeah. Um, Man, well. Why didn't they? Why didn't he grab the other Celestials? I mean the other. Uh, they were on Earth. Oh, they so he on Earth. Yeah, so he couldn't. So there's no way he could have grabbed the other ones. It's only he could only grab. Them. I guess he knew their immediate location because like, you got to think about that, right? If Silver Fox or is a uh, uh, Star Fox, if he's out doing his thing and he's an Eternal, wouldn't his own Celestial be looking for him too? But yeah, if but, he's, but he didn't break the you know whole I mean? rule, though. He didn't break. The, what did he break but the rules? If he's if he's getting drunk with Wait, a troll no. and not on his planet, like you kind of got, you kind of got to think, like, what is he doing? You know what I mean? Because okay. remember, the Eternals are brainwashed to be on their planet and only know Olympia. But if he's out hanging out with a drunk troll whose CG looks pretty shitty, but yeah, that yeah, that's, that's, that's CG, that CG was that, bad. that CG was a little sus. Man, this movie horrible, horrible in this movie. Even with the uh, deviant yeah. guy. But if like yeah, if he's it, doing his own thing, then like clearly other Eternals have kind of broken away from the Celestials. And mm -hmm. even though Celestials are all knowing, it's clear they can only communicate in like like Google Maps trace only one with the orb in their chest, and that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. I guess that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, he turned off he turned off by my iPhone. He's like, Well, here's my one person <laughs> I talked to. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, okay. and as as far as the casting of Harry Styles, uh I've only seen him in Dunkirk and I thought he was okay in that. Yeah. For for you know as much depth as a Christopher Nolan script is going to give an actor, yeah, he's fine. At, at least a now Christopher Nolan script, yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know anything about the Star Fox character. I I don't know anything about that character. So I don't really. Yeah, know. I knew jack shit about most of the characters. Yeah, um, they they need to explain the Thanos deviant gene and is he an Eternal? Because I'm yeah. confused by that. Like he's like he's your brother. So like. Is Star Fox alluding to that he is an Eternal, or does he just want to find the other Eternals? I think he and was. They are Eternals. I think didn't he say he was an Eternal? Right? He did say that. Then, then, so, so I'm assuming. Yeah, okay, yeah, because so yeah, because comics, because in the comics, Thena is like uh, Thanos' cousin. Uh, Eros is his brother. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Are, are they like gonna go with? Yeah, he's adopted, or is he like got the deviant gene, or was he a failed experiment? Yeah, um, so he does have a deviant gene, hmm. and he what he grew up on what planet? A uh, Titan, Titan. Okay. So yeah, and they say that Eros is from Titan. Yeah. Boom. There we go. And I don't know if so. Can the, the can the Eternals reproduce or no? I don't know if they can reproduce or not. Can they? I, <laughs> I have no. I idea. don't know. They didn't say. They didn't say where Paperboy's kid came from. No, he said he said he was. Oh, adopted. I, yeah, I think he. Did, oh, they, I think okay. they did say he was adopted. I think. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I think they did say that. But um. All right, Peter. That character, bro. That character knew shit. I'm sorry. That character didn't do anything. Who, Paperboy? I don't care. 
He designed. Okay, he designed the <laughs> the, 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 the 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 heads. He, he designed the Eternal Cerebro to connect to all of them to yeah. turn the one Eternal to stone. Like he did that. Outside of that, what is his ability? <laughs> uh. Well, he can he create has super technology ability, I guess. Yeah, he's he found the ship. <laughs> he found the ship and came up with the super technology. Um, also, the thing is, like when I talked about power scale, it's like okay, when he shoots the other Eternals, like with Icarus shoots the Eternal with his like laser, like he lasered the Druid guy all the way down to the ground, but he was okay. And then all of a sudden, this he was somehow okay. He was just okay. But then all of a sudden, like he knocks over one head with just a rock, and she falls down. I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, I didn't understand. Well, I was like, she's, What's... Also a, "She's also a kid, so like, she's a smaller cranium." So I don't know. He's just yeah, but Molly a, a, a god <laughs> though. This is a, an eternal, and then also it didn't make it like, why is she just a kid? Like, what purpose? Like, why did you create a kid? Like, what did you as a? It's I, like I'm shitty a... gods. It's like wait, what? I mean, shitty I'm a, gods. I'm a... I guess I'm like you made her immortal, but you put her in the box. That's to blend in more. Shit. Yeah, I guess that's like, what to, to blend. To blend she in. Doesn't even know they bring that up in the movie. She's like, "Why did I? Why was I created this way?" Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, none of them know why they were really there anyway. Yeah. But I guess yeah, to blend in with kids. I guess to to talk to the kids. I guess I don't know. I guess, but um, yeah, because you got everybody from. I mean, I don't know who they missed because you got somebody's handicapped. You got black you got white you got asian you got uh young old um you got gay you got uh you know every, every i mean i think they covered all their bases uh, they got different nationalities because you got richard madden and you got uh druid they different nationalities and Sama hayek and all these other people so i was like i don't know who you really missed you got you know you got uh three women on the team uh well actually four women on the team i'm sorry so yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know who else you could have been missing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it just was like, oh. Do, do you think? Do you think that might have hurt the movie by them trying to do too much? I don't think it's the focus of the movie that they're all different. You know, kind of nationalities, ethnicities. You know, sexual oriented. I don't think that really has anything. That's not really the focus of the movie. Um, it's but it, it kind of draws away from the focus by it almost being a checklist like without me knowing like i don't care like like me honestly i stayed away from all trailers outside of the first one that came out i stayed away from all like i didn't know star fox was gonna be there i'm like i stay with everything like shang chi black widow and this movie like all that stuff like even the hawkeye like i stay away from all kind of snippets point like i want to dive into it with with not knowing anything and so with them doing the whole checklist i'm like okay this person this 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 and this i'm like okay they're stereotyping themselves by having these like obvious key notes as character uh, features to somebody of being gay, of being young, of being old. What's all the old thing I liked? But it's like okay, like mm-hmm. yes, you got the whole reading rainbow, <laughs> Captain Planet, Captain Planet. Every, you know what I mean? It sounds kind of like that was kind of too obvious. And then to d- dive even further outside of nationalities, for everybody to have. A different sexual orientation or a mental disability or physical disability. Oh yeah, you got the like, the mental disability there too. You know what I mean? Alzheimer's got that like, in there. Like, like, but it makes no sense to like again. Like when you really break it down, because that just sounds stupid. I'm sorry. Like when you really break it down, it's like you can create Homelander. You create a flying eye shooting being. You're a, you're a celestial being. Y'all literally can clap your hands and make galaxies. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want to. 
Where you telling me you make these Eternals, some can fly and shoot laser beams or are super strong, and then you got somebody who is small and a kid can't get older, and somebody who's deaf. Like, I'm sorry, that makes no sense to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like really think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is your creation to fight deviants, and you made somebody who's deaf? Like, uh, so sexual yeah. orientation doesn't really matter, but it's like, you're, you're nerfing some characters to not do certain things. Why? I, Which goes back to why some have to fight deviants, but they can't fight. Yeah. Well, well, their only purpose wasn't just to fight deviants. It was to live on the planet and ensure that the population grew enough for the Celestial to be born. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, yeah, like you said, yeah, some of them, like, the, the, like the Sprite character... You know, she was telling the stories of, of them and their adventures, and that allowed the humans to come up with the modern myths and different technology and all that other stuff. And Faustus, that's what he did with his stuff and come up with a different technology and helping human advancement along and different different stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, some of them, their only purpose wasn't just to fight. Like, some of it was to, like Nick said, to, to heal, educate, um, things like that. Um, but then it's like, the druid character, it's like, well, he can only mind control people. Why would you have a character who you, if you don't want, but he can only mind control somebody? So really, I argue that druid is more important than sprite because druid, at least for him, yeah, Gru- druid, yeah, druid, he had, him. yeah, druid, he had the most interesting character arc, for him, and we only get to spend so little time with him. Yeah, which, which I agree with you is one of my criticisms of it. Because it's like, why did he have that power? Like, what? purpose of it because it's only to manipulate people it's not to really no, no, well, for, for him he, he he controls the conflict when conflict like so as for drew like drew is like anti like he can literally stop war but i felt like that's that's his whole thing he's not trying to manipulate people in a negative way right he wants peace between human beings like yeah he, drew is like he's like drew is like i can literally walk out here right now this whole aztec civilization can stop fighting if i do what i'm supposed to do and they're like don't you do that shit we gotta leave it alone he's like but why? When I can end conflict right now, uh, and like he literally, he literally made people give each other a hug when they were fighting at the party. He's like, like I want peace. I want togetherness between these people. You're telling me that I can solve this problem and I can't. Yeah, that's why I like this character. You know what I mean? Guess but it adds to the conflict of the movie. The philosophy it does of- add to the conflict. And they gave him eight minutes, which I'm so mad about. But Sprite, she can't fight, which not everybody can fight. But at least what's the name is building tools and. What's her name can heal people and transmutation. Sure, you want to make some water, people are thirsty, whatever. But like Sprite illusions, that helps who? Well, it distracts some of the deviants so they they can fight them. That helps. That distracts some of them. Drew, I mean, Druid couldn't fight either. I mean, he really couldn't do shit against the deviants. He didn't. He could, I mean, you know, which also they but, use. But, but Druid helped the people. Yeah, but she was helping the Druid people. Helped the people. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, what do I know? Jeff? Oh, I was just going to say, like, he has the most terrifying power. <laughs> where it's like... It's oh, like, yeah. Thank God yeah, and, and, yeah, and just, can, just, just, off of, just, yeah, just yeah. by off of the look of the actor and, and <laughs> some of the marketing material, I thought it was going to be him that yeah, the real villain. Like, and I've thank God the they avoided that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember <laughs> the him. Dude ju- the dude just... The dude just looks like a mass shooter. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, Green, yeah, because I, yeah, I just saw him in Green Knight too, where he, yeah, he, he did something to Dev Patel in that movie. <laughs> he fucked over Dev Patel bad. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll, yeah he, 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 yeah, a, 
But I, I, I agree with a lot of your criticism, uh, Eli, but a lot of it didn't really bother me. Yeah. I still appreciate how kind of ambitious this movie is. I do think it should have been uh, like six or eight episode uh, series on Disney+. Plus. That way a lot of the ideas could have been fleshed out more. We could have spent more time with some of the more interesting actors in it. Yeah. All right. Good and maybe not have wasted Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, who was he? I saw him in the credits. He was he was the deviant. He was like the deviant that was uh, healing himself. Oh, he was the voice. Oh, he was the voice. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was the voice of Crow, that that deviant. And it was a waste of Bill's Yeah, considering how how fucking incredible uh that act right. he it's is as uh, Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Well, you know got- what? I argue, I argue they took out the deviance out of this movie, we could have got a more character-driven story, and they just focus mm-hmm. on their conflict with each... Like, honestly, I'm, I'm telling you right now, they didn't <laughs> yeah. the whole deviant plot. Yeah, 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 now that you bring it up, a lot of my issues, I kind of had the same problem with Shang-Chi, in that the the third act and, like, the supernatural elements, a lot of it's less interesting than the character drama. Yeah. Hmm. Um... All right, people. That was that was a great discussion. Went on, yeah, went on for a bit there, uh, talking about the Eternals there. Uh, always great to have Elijah on. Uh, Jeff, hey man, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, even if we don't, even if we don't agree, it's still a fun conversation. Always, oh, always great yeah. with Elijah coming on. Um, so tomorrow, people, we're gonna be coming back. Uh, we're gonna be coming back eight thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. We're gonna be doing Antlers. I'm gonna be giving my review of that. Saw that. Oh, I'm going to be discussing that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to be doing a lucky an- bastard, uh, <laughs> an anime series review with Cowboy Bebop uh, in preparation for the live action show. So I'm going to be reviewing. We, me and Nick, are going to be reviewing that tomorrow. Um, we also have Only Murderers in the Building. Uh, we're going to be discussing that uh, tomorrow. That's the show on Hulu, starring Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. Um, so we're going to be discussing that show. Um, also, Nick is going to give his review of Cop Shop tomorrow as well. Um, so he finally saw that. Going to be giving his review of that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, hopefully, if I get an opportunity, I'm going to try to see the French Dispatch, which is the Wes Anderson movie. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to check out that tomorrow. I'm going to try to see if I can fit that in my schedule tomorrow um, with all that other stuff. So, um, also, Army. Oh, of- we can't. Oh, we can't. Oh, we can't forget the biggest thing this weekend: the goddamn harder they fall. <laughs> Uh, yes, the harder they fall, oh, which is yeah. the black uh, Western yeah, cowboy the movie, Netflix uh, cowboy. The Netflix Western with uh, one of the best casts I've ever seen, Idris Elba, yep. Jonathan Major, Z- Zazie Beats. Yeah, yeah. So very Darryl good cast. Lindo. Yeah, Daryl Lindo. Yeah, all-star cast there. So we're going to be talking about that. And uh, finally, Army of Thieves. Uh, we're going to be discussing that. Um, Army of Thieves, which is the sequel to mm-hmm. Army of the Dead. Uh, the Zack Snyder. The film. prequel, sidequel. Yeah, prequel kind of. Yeah, prequel to Ar- uh, Army of the Dead there. Um. Yeah. All right. So, Jeff, one more time, if you want to pimp your stuff there and <laughs> podcast and co-host there and everything like that, one more time. If you would like to hear uh, me argue with another person who doesn't really enjoy Marvel that much, uh, go, head on over to We Be Watching Films. I don't take that as a bad as like an insult, Elijah. Uh, <laughs> ah, you're totally um, fine, man. No, I'm just no. It's uh um, yeah. Uh, Adrian El Critico is the uh, other co-host on uh, We Be Watching Films, and you know I'm a big Marvel fan. He's kind of like over it, so it's an <laughs> interesting dynamic. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. 
right. And then uh, I sometimes write for a Chicago film scene. Oh, nice. Mm. nice. Okay, so I'll make sure to put your links in there in the description so you, people can check you out. Um, Elijah, I'm going to talk about your stuff, man. Where are you from? Yes, sir. You can catch me, my boys, Walt and Pat, on Back to the Topic podcast. We are on all podcast platforms as well as TikTok and YouTube. Right now, we hit 4,000 subscribers and we hit 114,000 followers on TikTok. Uh, come check us out. Come, come check us out. I'm sick dog uh i am uh talking about music movies pop culture all that fun stuff really whatever's going on uh in the world at the time whatever catches our interest man we talk about it so yeah awesome awesome stuff um nick where can people find you all right you can find me twitter instagram at night and day nick and you can also find me right here on this show the afternoon tune Josh, where can they find us? So, The Afternoon Tune. You can always uh, check it out at twitch.tv, The Afternoon Tune. We're going to be streaming uh, typically every Friday, every Saturday. Uh, we stream uh, typically at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Twitch. We also upload our stuff, content to YouTube at youtube.com slash The Afternoon Tune. You can also check it out on all the social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, MySpace. Uh, you know what I mean? We're on all the all the stuff. Get to like, be on Friendster. Friendster. I was just about to say that. Yeah, we're gonna be. We're on all Tumblr. the socials. Just type in the afternoon tune. Friendster, Tumblr, MySpace. You know what I mean? We're on the. We're already on the new Those meta. Damn, we're still still on Vine. Yeah, still yeah, on Vine. Shit. Uh, we're on that. Uh, we're on Clubhouse uh, with, with all you know, kind of that. We're on. <laughs> we're on the new Mark Zuckerberg. We're on Meta. We're we're part of the Metaverse. Meta. Uh, we're there as well. So we're already there. Um, we're already meeting new people in the future. So don't worry, you'll find us there. Hey, if you want to check out the, if you don't like listening, watching video, you can always just listen to us. We check us out. We're on Apple podcast we're on spotify uh we're also on anchor there um of course if you're listening to us on apple podcast it'd really appreciate it if you leave a five-star review check out you know nice detail review uh that helps boost up the podcast a lot show us some love there um and of course with the youtube stuff you know what to do you've been on youtube before you know that like subscribe comment all that good stuff you already know what to do with youtube you've been on there long enough um all right people uh we're gonna be heading out of here let me just play the outro out here and we're going to be just heading out. So, hey, really, again, really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, really love it a lot. Yes, sir. And don't forget to all you people out there listening and watching, don't forget to always stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs>